going on guys? It's Tori Kravitz joined by my co-host Alicia Etude for a special IRL edition of She's with Ooh. the Band. Crazy. This is the first one we've ever done like this. We are not only in the same country, but the same room. This feels this feels insane. I feel like I'm in a weird simulation. Like you yeah. should be in my laptop screen, and I I'm know. just like, whoa, it's, like, it's HD. <laughs> this is bizarre. But I've been staying with you for a couple of days now here in Orlando, yeah. and we are having so much fun. Yeah, it's been like all the TikToks and reels and things that we've oh ever wanted to do. Gosh. We've been able to do them. Mm -hmm. um, there's been a lot of cool brainstorming of the future of the podcast and just good quality time. Yeah. You know, like just getting to hang out. Brainstorms, breakdowns, good food. We've had the tunes pumping throughout the yeah. last few days nonstop. And I mean, like Tori mentioned a bunch of content coming up and we really did go all out on these reels. I've never pushed myself <laughs> to this point before, folks. Okay. Yeah. It was so much fun. Yeah. It was a really, really good time. And like just listening to so much music that we both love and just discovering even more that we have in common. And it's just like, yeah. Perfect person to have a podcast with. Uh, look, I yeah. can hug her! Amazing! Oh, that's your face. <laughs> that doesn't happen, I presume. I can slap her in the face by accident. <laughs> We're so leaving much. all of this in. It's great. But I feel like yeah. it's just been so much fun being able to like sit down after a crazy day of work and just yeah. watch a documentary or a comedy special and like not just have to call her while I'm watching it at home. Yeah. Yeah, or voice memo each other and all of that. So. We're intense voice memoers, by the way. We are. Like, are you guys team voice memo or not? Because I know with us, we, we voice memo more than text. But we're also <laughs> talkers. That's why we do this for a living. Yeah. So. Did you guys realize we're talkers yet? <laughs> Just asking. <laughs> I know, man. Um, but yeah, so with all this content that's coming up, if you aren't following us on at Tori and Alicia on Instagram and Twitter, that is where all the fun stuff is going. So just keep up with us. We want to chat with you all, send us messages, leave us comments. Uh, we're here to make new friends. And that's what this podcast has been so far, just making tons of new friends. Yeah, I think that's been the wildest part is not only are we making friends within music because just not fest in itself, like the guys on our panels and on our shows, like we have such a tight community, but then outside of just the, that not fest core, like the people that we've had on the show in itself, it's wild seeing some of the names. We can't announce all of them yet, yeah. but like, oh my gosh, someone so followed us or they followed Tori and Alicia and this and that. And that has been so cool to see. Just like yeah. mutual respect all around. And I think it's been different from any interviews I've done before, I'm not gonna speak for you, but like the fact that it's been a little more chilled out, more conversational, we're being so ourselves and there are moments of some real vulnerability in our interviews. And I think that that has brought us closer to the people that we talk to, which is yeah. is the reason why they're following us or messaging us after saying thank you. And, and I feel like we're actually building relationships with each person that we bring onto the podcast. And that to me is just priceless. So has there been anyone for you that you feel like you've really connected with the most that you were just like this really hit? home man there's so again there's so many names I want to say but we just can't yet but I mean in terms of ones that we have aired definitely Clem from Visions of Atlantis she Big was one. just so sweet so down to earth we of course were able to talk about everything we loved when it came to like our crystals and manifesting <laughs> and all of our fun stuff like that and really just the, the universe and putting out good energy and vibes there um, and then with her like one of my great takeaways really is she started talking about creativity and how she loves to paint and how when she started she was horrible and I am a Bob Ross addict, okay? Like, the amount of times I'll text her, and she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, just editing and watching Bobby. Yeah, yeah. I love him. And so I actually started buying some painting equipment. I think equipment. 
equipment's the word. We'll use it. So painting stuff. <laughs> and I'm gonna put it to the test. And that's all because of Clem and her kind of way of saying this creativity, unleash it. And if it starts off horrific, just keep going. Practice, yeah. you know, will eventually get you there. And so I'm gonna start doing that. Yeah. How about you? You know what? I will say Clem as well because the same thing where she was talking about creativity and like I just felt so inspired by her story that I ended up picking up my guitar for the first time in a very long time. TBD on whether or not it sticks. <laughs> But I did pick it up, you picked it and up. I did learn a few songs. I learned uh, Running Up That Hill, which was very cool. Running Up That Hill. Exactly. <laughs> so we're starting a band. I'm playing guitar and you're singing. Sick. Oh my gosh, we have the funniest thing that happened. From one of our reels that we were filming, Coming Your Way. Oh jeez. Um, we <laughs> Zombies was in it, right? Yeah. And for me, like, really love the tracks. I think they're great, but when it comes to like the vocals for me, I think everyone just realizes how unique of a voice that is. Yeah. So we were just running around the house all day yesterday just like, zombie. <laughs> so anyways, yeah. it's been fun. Yeah, I mean it's just, there have been a lot of entries that have sparked something in me where I feel so inspired. Like, another one for me was Alex Reed from yes. Make Them Suffer. I mean, I didn't, I knew she was a bit of a beast in the gym, but I didn't really realize until I followed her on Instagram afterwards and we were chatting a little bit, but like, I ended up back in CrossFit because of that interview. Yeah. Well, mostly because I told her I would do an obstacle course race with her and I realized I wasn't really equipped anymore. So and I was like, well, just in case she ever comes to Florida. We're in the interview <laughs> and they're talking it up and I'm like, I'm staying out of this. Like, I'm not your CrossFit girl, right? I'm just, I'm just, just yeah. getting into fitness. And seeing Alex so into it definitely did inspire me to go even harder on that journey. But man, like hearing you two chop it up and go, yeah, next time we're in Orlando, let's do it, let's do it. And knowing you so well, yeah. that you had like the slight hint in your mind where you're like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Next time. But now I'm in CrossFit, so She's mark my ready. words, Alex, if you are watching this for some reason, I will be ready when you return to Florida. I hope. I'm gonna be your cheerleader. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> it's been a while since I've climbed a rope. We'll get there again. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, and you know who else I was just taking so much inspo from? Hmm. Kat. Kat from Scowl, man. Oh, love her. She's not only just an incredible human being, she stands for so much of the stuff that we stand for on this podcast, but at the same time, her makeup, her style. I'm a yeah. 70s girl, and seeing that vision of rock and roll and 70s aesthetic come together, that's what I am all about. Yes, chef's kiss. So, um, <laughs> a lot of inspo being taken after that, because you come into this industry and you think you have to look a certain way or be a certain way, or people will first see you looking a certain way and judge you and be, you can't know this. And we've touched on it a couple times, yeah. but with her, her, she just made me feel like, nah, 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 be you. And that was really cool. Yeah, I know you two do have a similar style in your fashion and your makeup. And I think we both, as we've started this podcast, I remember we started it saying, oh, we're just going to do natural makeup. We're going to keep it low key. Yeah, and right. both of us have gone full glam from the start to now, just yeah. because it's been so exciting like to talk makeup and fashion here and there, and especially someone like Kat. So I'm I'm back on board. I mean, like, look at her. Like, Look at this mug. She knows how to <laughs> She knows how to paint and with me I'm coming into it from a world where I was never crazy into makeup and I had to go from being a Super tomboy to like all right. We're in this try your best girl hang in there uh, So seeing her every day too has really made oh. me amp it up and that's been fun. Thanks, dude. You're appreciate welcome. it I'm just Bob Rawson, but on my face instead <laughs> you know? Be in that face. Yes. Yes, dude. You got to meet some of our guests. Oh, yeah, dude. Also. so I went to a festival um, not long ago and I ended up running into Emma from Dying Wish, who was another guest that I absolutely loved. Yeah. And it was just so wild because I literally said to her, I gave her a hug and I was like, nice to meet you. Even though I feel like I've already met you, like I feel like I already know you. Um, but it was our first time meeting each other in person and another just new friend that we have where I'm like, anytime she's in Florida, like let me know. Vegan gals taking over the world. <gasps> yeah. I've been trying vegan stuff. 
Oh, you have been? Yeah, so that's been like a trip. There's <laughs> always that, that concept, misconception out there where it's like, all vegan food is not gonna taste good, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know what? Like, I've seen her chef it up. I'm gonna try a few things that she has around the house. So <laughs> I tried some food, I tried some, some, what do we call it again? Like vegan meat? Oh Yo, yeah, you had some like vegan steak. It was actually decent. Pretty ballsy. Yeah, I tried. Put you like, off the deep end. Woo, let's, let's <laughs> go for it. So that's yeah. been fun too for me, you know? Uh, yeah. Just trying new things, pushing each other. I know, I, I feel like that's been the beauty of this podcast is like we're challenging each other. We both want this thing to do well and, and to love what we do in, in the process. Oh, you also challenged my sanity recently with um. Oh crap. Me. <laughs> No, 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 that wasn't a dig. I loved it. Let's go. Uh, you introduced me to the um, puddle of mud cover of Nirvana's About a Girl. That mm -hmm. was something. Yeah, so I don't know if you all know that viral cover. If you haven't, please, I beg of you, look it up on YouTube. Not right now, because you're watching this, but Obviously. like, you know, when you're done watching this, <laughs> go find that. Um, so I think I made her ears bleed, but we both have it stuck in our head still. I can't stop hearing it, and it just feels like this disjointed like piece of glass being shoved into my ear, and I'm like, ah, I need an And for the record, I do think Puddle of Mud's Control is one of Dude, the greatest songs ever. They have some great songs, but that live that just, cover, man. It wasn't their moment. It wasn't it. <laughs> But this is what friendship is all about. You know, if I have to suffer through it, so does Alicia. Thanks. So, I yeah. Love, I love that. That's a thing. It's <laughs> glorious. It is. It is. Um, and, I mean, speaking of learning more about each other, what makes each other tick, I know you kind of came into this wanting to do a little, like, friend quiz. Yeah. So do so, tell. So what I'd love to do is just ask, like, some more basic questions where we can really get to know some of our successes, some things we're, like, kind of embarrassed about. So, okay. yeah, let's see where this goes. All right. Well, Are you ready? Uh, I am. I mean, you're, you've facilitated this. I, I just got swindled into it somehow, so All right, I'll let go. you lead the way. So let's start off. I mentioned embarrassment, which, you know, we've experienced a lot. Let's be real. It's, yeah. That's life, guys. And if you don't embrace it, then start to, because it's kind of fun. And if you tell me you're never embarrassed, you're a liar. You are a liar. <laughs> uh, most embarrassing moment. This can be in life, in music, whatever. Dude. So, I mean... I feel like this is relevant because it's like related to this podcast. Um, you know about it already because you had to witness the chaos. Oh, I know where this is going. This is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when we did the interview with the lovely Alex Reed to make them suffer, we had to be up at seven in the morning because she's in Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, it was a rough time, guys. It was a 7 a.m. interview. Alicia and I had been talking about it all week because we were kind of like, oh crap, we have an interview so early in the morning, da da da. And, um, Basically, I woke up for the interview to looking at my phone and it was 7.04 a.m. to a text from Alicia. She's so kind. She's so patient. And she just goes, dude, are you good? Are you okay? <laughs> I was like, are you, are you all right? And I went, oh shit. Yeah. Like, oh shit. Holy balls. Yeah. Someone slept through. Or no, the alarm I, didn't go off. It didn't go off. That was the problem. So what happened was I set my alarm for 6 p.m. instead of a.m. I will never make that mistake again in my life. Mark my words. And you know why? Because she changed her format to a 24-hour format. Now. I did. After that interview, I changed my clock to a 24-hour clock, and I've learned what 18 o'clock means. Yeah. Um, and we're, we're good now. Yeah. But 7.04, and I, t I text Alicia going, be there in five minutes, so sorry. 
Because I didn't even want you to know that at that point. I was like, let me just let her think I'm running late. And at this point, Alex was lovely. She came in like 10 minutes before 7 o'clock. So her and I were just ch like, you know, chopping it up, talking about life. And she was so chill. I told her like, don't worry, tour's coming. We got this. Yeah. And then when 7 rolls around, that's when I sent the text to you. And her and I are still just like shooting the shit behind the scenes. <laughs> because here's the thing. I always roll up to interviews 5 minutes early. At always. least. Yeah, sometimes I'm always 10. Early. Like, yeah. She's efficient. I knew something was going on, you know? I was running late. So I say I'll be there in five minutes. I threw eyeliner, concealer, earrings. Luckily, I had my camera set up already on my, my table. And I just opened my laptop. By 7.08, I was in the meeting. Yeah. And just did no the way. interview. And then I told her afterwards what actually happened. It was actually amazing. I <laughs> Kudos to her, man. Because we woke up. We were exhausted. Puffy face. Like yeah. we, we really were just... We're committed. We're doing this. It's an incredible guest. Like, anytime, let's go. Yeah. But it was a, it was a rough morning. It was... Um, it was a yeah, challenge. I was very flustered. So I told Alicia, I was like, you gotta start this interview. And in, over the next two minutes that you knock this thing out, I will be awake. And you were. <laughs> yeah. And it was I a mean, fantastic chat. It's crazy. But if you do look at that interview closely... Closely. You can definitely tell what's going on there. <laughs> you can definitely tell it was filmed at 7 a.m. our time at yeah. least because yeah, man, I, I never really realized how until you really like roll out of bed and you have your some food and water and you're good. Like I really, like, I don't know what happened. My face was actually puffy. Yeah. Never I knew never, that was a thing. Same. I never knew. Like I knew, oh, your face is puffy when you wake up. But then I saw it on camera and went, ah, so that's what they mean. Yeah, man. So that was, yeah. that was awesome. But, but what about you embarrassing moments? Oh. Well, I know in our intro episode, I mentioned how I once um, interviewed like two sisters in a band and I called yeah. one by the wrong name. So that was like, that is by far my most most embarrassing moment but um, I'm gonna take you outside of our work actually because your story is amazing but there was a time <laughs> where I went to Mexico with my family growing up and I won an award for like making them a rocker or something you know like how they do little things for kids at these resorts and I walk on stage it's in the, like this mini amphitheater and there's a set of stairs to go up and I trip on the stairs in front of like 200 parents and no. all I hear are my parents laughing <laughs> Wait, like no concern, just laughter. You know what? Because it was a little, yeah. it was a stumble. Like okay. I didn't smash my face. You could tell I was all right. I was just so flustered and like, <laughs> no, like it was the end of the world, man. And then I just yeah. see my parents just like, ha ha, that's our girl. <laughs> and I'm like six or seven. Oh, bless them. Good times. So for me, like that was one of my things that I'll never forget because it was just, it was a lot. It was really scary for me. I'm like, no, my world, my world. Meanwhile, no yeah. one else cares. <laughs> I mean, when you were a kid, you, you do think that way. Yeah. So. I mean, don't get me wrong. There have been a lot of embarrassing moments as an adult, but like, I feel like we're really lucky when it comes to our interviews, you know? Yeah. We've done the whole thing where we'll start the camera and then we're actually not recording. That's that's happened or, or we'll film and like there's no audio for the whole thing. Yeah. What the heck, technology? Been there. Been there. But you learn, you grow, <laughs> you triple check that little red dot that we're looking at right now and Staring you at it. rock and roll. Absolutely. Okay. What else? Which musician would you like as your BFF? Ooh. This is a tough one, dude. It is tough. I mean, if we're talking like anybody, anybody, I, so the first one that comes to mind for me is Chelsea Wolfe, just because, I mean, this is no, if anyone who listens to this podcast, you know I love her. Adores um, her. And I could just see myself just practicing witchcraft and like black coat cloaks with her. Not in like a weird satanic way, just in a like, we're burning some incense and ridding of our Here's demons some kind sage. of way. Here's some sage, <laughs> you know? So that's the vibe. I can see that with you though. Like you two, I, I feel like you two would really, really hit it off, which is awesome. Plus I know that she's a bit of a stoner and I feel like I would just really love to chill with her. Mm -hmm. I think she would just be a chiller. So and I'm a chiller. Mellow. So. We're both chillers, man. Yeah. <laughs> 
What about um, you? Okay, so funny enough, I think I would want to hang with two friends who are already best friends, and then I'll be like their third best friend. Um, anytime I've ever hung out with Twisted, it is just an absolute riot. I'm never not laughing. I never like don't have a lot of double negatives here. Don't have a smile on my face. They're just such fun dude. So mm -hmm. I think to um, really have like a proper chill with them where again we're just chilling, maybe watching something hilarious <laughs> or something's going on, like that would be really really fun for me. Yeah. Um, who, okay, who I would calls? just say I would double down on that twisted answer as well. Because yeah. every interaction I've had with them, they are the coolest. I literally have a pair of twisted booty shorts that I wear proudly. So shout out to Twisted, we love shout you. Shout out Twisted, you guys are fabulous. Yes. For real. Okay, let's see. Um, your most questionable fashion choice over the years. And we're totally pulling up pictures, mm. so be careful of what you say. We're gonna have evidence. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, well, I don't know if it's more a fashion choice or just my entire look in my days of Rock Forever magazine, just as a whole, questionable. I mean, it was like, 2010 was just an era of questionable choices, yeah. you know? But it was just, for me, I have very curly hair naturally, and I always used to pin straight, iron my bangs. I know I'm not the only one in that era who was doing it. Yep. I used to wear, like, those headbands that you wear across your head, especially when I love Never Shout Never. That was, <laughs> that was, a, that was a moment. <laughs> um, I know you all know exactly what I'm talking about. Apparently, there's gonna be a photo, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? I've seen these pics of you and it's yeah. crazy to think of like how we look so similar but we look crazy like we've grown so much since we started doing this journey. Yeah. For me, as we know, it's no secret, Hilly Williams is such a big inspiration and when she had the scene haircut to the side and like she always put her hair up at the back and looked just so cool, I wanted that instantly. And at the time, mind you, I was just wearing like I was in maybe grade 10 at this point, like always wearing jeans, a band t-shirt, no makeup, and then I had that hair. And it was huge. I would like <laughs> tease it. I, I cut one year like the back of it so it would just stick up. It was so, so silly. Um, and so that was what I ended up doing. And I look back at that and I just think, why, why, why? Why did you do that to yourself, girl? Because I didn't pull it off. She does. But I was like, no. I thought I was pulling it off too. That's the scariest part. Like you think you look good in the moment. That's what's terrifying there. You just don't know unless you try, though. That's true. So you had your moment, you and you got closure. You just know, you know what? This you is it for closure. me. Like you could have spent your whole life wondering if that haircut would work on you, and what if true. it would have? That's true. Now you know. Now we know. Yeah, it did not work <laughs> for me. Yes. <laughs> uh, we're talking about people we love. So for the last kind of one in our little uh, challenge here of questions, the most starstruck you've been throughout your career. Oh, I love how we're interviewing each other. This is I know. <laughs> it just seems to be our, our vibe. I mean, hey, it's fine. Even when um, we're chilling, like, not on camera, we ask yeah. each other so many questions, and the amount of synchronicities that we have found, it's it's absurd. It gets weird, but, like, in a good way. Good yeah, way. great way. Um, but Starstruck, for me, thank you for giving me a moment to, like, buffer and think there, by the way. <laughs> Appreciated you stalling. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> but for me, I think... I think of the APMAs, I honestly couldn't tell you which year it was, probably 2016. It's the Alternative Press Music Awards, rest in peace, the Alternative Press Music Awards. Um, but I remember being in like the after, not after party, it was like a artist lounge bar kind of area. And I was walking away from the bar and in the same pattern of walking towards me was Jonathan Davis. It's a big one. And I remember like at first I was gonna walk away from him because I was like, oh, let me give him space, let me avoid him. And I was like, no, no, brush shoulders. And so I walked like right next to him and brushed his shoulder. I didn't say a word. I didn't say a word. I, I mean, love that you're admitting this. Yeah. Like, he's royalty. But really? I was just like, I need to have my moment like 
say I did That's it. That's amazing. And I've been waiting for this moment to be able to say I did it. So I thank didn't you. know this. And that same day, Rob Zombie was also on the red carpet. So it was like double whammy of two of my all-time favorite artists. Yeah, you like to Love be those like two. Just to be in their presence was huge. Yeah. So that I was, love that, that was great. for you. You've got some shoulder action. <laughs> That's great. Jonathan Davis, if you're watching, thank you for obliging. <laughs> what about you? Um, all right. So when I started for the first few months of interviewing, I said, I mean, actually, the first year, like it was a lot of, all right, go interview a lot of smaller bands, a lot of indie bands from across the pond, and then grow everything. Mm -hmm. And then about a year and a half into interviewing musicians, I got this crazy opportunity to chat with Metallica, and like, dude, that just yeah. I was shitting bricks. I was so scared. And I know we've touched on it before a little bit, but like nothing kind of beat that moment in a sense of just like, this is a level that you have made that you cannot screw up. So that yeah. was cool. Um, Ace Frehley too from Kiss, being a m massive Kiss fan. Like, Huge. I remember just sitting there on the Zoom staring at him like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, it's Ace. <laughs> What's happening? And he called, I was wearing my Kiss shirt because I'm a total loser. And um, he loved the Kiss shirt, which made me Aww. feel very validated. And it was it was a really cool experience there. So just meeting like those people that are larger than life or who got you through a lot of shit growing up. Mm -hmm. Like for me, meeting Chris Caraba from Dashboard Confessional. Yeah. And then him having the guitar that he wrote Screaming Infidelities on. And my dad was the one filming that interview because I was interviewing his side project, Twin Forks. And then he was noticing my dad staring at the guitar and just some of the setup and he goes oh you want to see the guitar and he just starts playing screaming infidelities in front wow. of my dad cool. and that meant so much because the reason I got into dashboard is because of my father and you know it's just like so full circle. a real full circle mm -hmm. proud moment of cool like my career brought me here and I, I was yeah. freaking out after like Chris Caraba this is so <laughs> neat favorite lyricist so yeah that really got me it was cool yeah I mean by the time this goes live like you all will know we interviewed pixies as well so I feel like that falls in the same spectrum of starstruck moments for yeah. us and I know we both had a moment of being like oh crap how are we gonna prepare for this because it's, it's such a, a huge weight to take on to interview someone like Metallica or Kiss or Pixies where they are a legacy act so how do you feel when you're going into something like that because it is it's a different energy yeah speaking to someone so accomplished yeah um, I felt fucking scared <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, I like. Yeah. I felt I felt so excited, so honored, and so nervous. And we don't get nervous all the time because sometimes it's like, all right, it's our thing. Let's rock and roll. But then yeah. when it's a band you love so deeply, and you just hear a song and it transports you back, there's the nostalgia, which is something yeah. that Paul spoke about in that interview. Just the nostalgia that Pixie songs bring. It was heavy in like the best of ways. I so. felt the same way. I felt a huge responsibility on my shoulders because I was like, this is your moment to ask you know, a band that I've loved for so long that I know means so much to so many people and you want to use that opportunity wisely. Yeah. Um, and it was so lovely. Like, Paz ended up being so gracious and, and actually kept in touch with us after the interview, which was crazy. That was wild. I mean, huge moment. So I, I look forward to more of those on the podcast as well. Me too. So, I mean, I know when we did that first episode, we never could have imagined we interviewed Pixies no. so early on. So who knows what else is coming? Yeah, because at that point, it was only like two months into us starting. She's with the band we, we locked that down and solidified it and it's still really just in retrospect it's wild yeah it's wild huge isn't it mm -hmm. yeah cool times <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're marking out right now um okay i know i said that would be like kind of the last question there like our dreams and stuff but festivals right okay so many coming up yeah what's one you would love to do with me like what oh, would be a great wow. festival for us to be at you know which one I've always wanted to go to that I feel like we would have a good time because we both have very mixed music taste and I would love a, a festival with all genres would be Glastonbury. 
in England. Dude, that's one of my number ones. That and Download, I just yeah. think, or Tea in the Park, I don't know if that's still around, but mm. they had tons of really cool like underground bands. But you're right, I feel like last Glasto, like I've done it a bunch. Like Glasto. Glasto. <laughs> you can bring out wellies. Um, I feel like that would be epic. Yeah. Like Oh. And both we both love England so much for a variety of reasons and Glastonbury would just be really I mean it's historic. I'd lose it. Yeah. All right, putting it out there. We're going to we're going to universe listening or cover or do something at Glasto. Glasto. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I want it to happen. Yeah, me too. Oh man. Well, we do always talk about the music we love and this wouldn't be a she's of the band podcast if we didn't That's touch true. on that. So, what are you jamming at the moment, dude? All right. So, my boys and Still Panther have dropped their record on <laughs> nice. the prowl and it's so cool seeing how over the years they just stick to their guns. They say the wild stuff that they're going to say and just listening to it really transports you into a completely different land of just like nonsensical, hilarious lyrics, amazing riffs. It's just and also seeing like with the just the change within bass players and changing that out and the fact that they're still the same, the core is there, they have the humor there. It's it's yeah. a really good album. And if you guys want to go back, I did catch up with Michael Starr, their vocalist. So, so you good. know, search that up if you would fancy to hear some more. But I just, they're one of those groups I listen to. And I'm just, I smile from ear to ear. And their concerts, that's a, that's a show I would love <laughs> to go to with you, yes. man. Because I've never experienced shows like a Steel Panther show. That is freaking rad. Yeah. You know, I saw an interesting discourse on Twitter that this all makes me think of, of how, I don't know how we've gotten into a period in music where lyrics always have to mean something and have to be so deep. And sometimes there's room for shenanigans and laughter yes. and it can be about partying or, you know, girls or whatever. And it can be fun and that's okay. Like we both were talking or literally earlier today how much we love the struts. Yes. So it's sort of a similar realm of like a show I'd love to go to with you. Oh my gosh. We would just sing our hearts out, wouldn't we? Yeah. And That'd look, cool. I am, I love lyrics that mean something. I think it's hugely important. We're really music. deep with that stuff. We are. Yeah. And music is such a perfect platform to get your message heard in a way that people actually want to listen. So do it up. Um, but I do also sometimes want a little break from that. Steel Panther's great, the Struts are great for that, all yes. of those hair metal fun bands. We, we need those too. So, great pick. Second everything you just said. <laughs> what are you choosing? Um, so for me, I'm going Bad Omens. Cool. I know that they have been hot shots in the metalcore world at the moment, which has been really cool to see. Like, I remember doing Warped Tour with them when they were still very, very tiny, like just starting out. I mean, no one really knows this, but I even interviewed Noah when he was a YouTuber. Gosh, I don't even know when this was. Wow. It must have been like probably 2012, 2013. He was at like a YouTuber convention with some other guys I know. And, and that interview, we've not even, I don't think it got posted. Really? Yeah. Dude. But I met Noah way before Bad Omens. And so to see just like what's happened with them now is freaking massive. So Death of Peace of Mind is the album that I would highly suggest listening to. Cool. Every song, the title track is sick though. Um, but yeah, I, uh, it's just been really neat to witness their evolution and the music is awesome. It's experimental. There's all kinds of stuff on that album. You know, what's cool is when we interviewed yeah. Alex Reed from Make Them Suffer. Yeah. She spoke about touring with Bad Omens. Yeah. So if you want to know more about them, check that out too. Yeah. Apparently we really love Alex today. I mean, every day, but she's getting all the shout outs right now, which I love. I mean, why not? Why wouldn't we? That's exactly. kind of the whole point of this thing is just to spotlight <laughs> whoever we're inspired by in the moment. And she just happens to be one of them today. Yeah, absolutely. But I think this is also a good moment to say, like, if there's anyone you all are inspired by in the moment, if there's anyone where you think they are just an exemplary um, person in music, whether they're, you know, 
female, uh, transgender, anyone who identifies as female that you think belongs on this podcast, please leave us a comment. They could be musicians, they could be someone working in the industry, you all know we want to spotlight everyone. So yeah. leave us a comment. Yeah, it's crazy because there's so many people out there that sometimes even though we have like a master list of dream interviews and guests, there could be people who are like, oh mm -hmm. my gosh, what an amazing option. So it's literally happened. Like you all have messaged me on Instagram and said so-and-so would be a great guest. That happened with Chevy. Like Chevy being someone I've known for a long time and I was like, oh my right. God, of course I want to talk to Chevy. Yeah. So your ideas are heard. We are listening and uh, hit us up. <laughs> yeah, I think that's been one of the coolest things about this whole show is not only the friendship here, obviously, because that's been a total curveball in the best of ways, yeah. you know, it's like, whoa, but also just seeing people actually supporting, listening, learning about things and even going a little deeper in terms of when our guests are vulnerable or we are and we're like, this is why this isn't okay, this is why this is, like those real deep talks in between all the goofy mm -hmm. kind of moments we have with everybody, yeah. um, just hearing from a lot of you saying that this helped with this or I enjoyed this because of this, that's been amazing and we see every comment, we're always trying to reply to everything and yeah. that's like, it warms our heart, man, because yeah. this has been such a dream gig for us, and yeah. Yeah, I mean, just like any human, I've had moments of imposter syndrome before we started this, where I was like, you know, women are doing pretty well in the music industry compared to how it used to be. Do we need to do a podcast advocating? And I, and then we started having these conversations, and it was such a reminder of, oh my god, of course we do. Yeah. Like, there's still so much to be said. There's still so much that we can do to further improve equality in the music industry, and um, I'm glad to have, hopefully, a tiny sliver of, of a role in that. So it's great. As the great Tori Kravitz always says, <laughs> ditto. <laughs> yeah. Are you jazzed about that reply? God damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm jazzed. She's jazzed. Well, always. Man, I, we're just excited to see what comes. We know we have a lot of plans. As we mentioned earlier, guys, on our pages and not fest page, we're going to be posting a lot more reels, including like the this or that's that you've been seeing a couple of. And yeah. Some wild stuff, man. I've never <laughs> headbanged so much in my life. Like, we're gonna have to go to the chiropractor after. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're gonna have a field day with me after all that. Man, it's, it's been intense, but yeah. it's been a journey. And it it's has. just the beginning. It hasn't even been like half a, half a year, which is insane. It so, is. Yeah. thank you all for being here. Thank you for watching. As always, stay tuned every week for new episodes. And just thank you for watching this one and making it till the end and listening to us gab on about uh, life. You know, life's pretty awesome. <laughs> so thank you for being a part of ours, as cheesy as that is, you know? Yes. All that. All right. All right. You were talking? Yeah. I was. I forget what I was saying. But it's been really cool just to see this journey and to see how much has really changed from the start of it and where we are now. So as cheesy as it is, thank you guys so much for being a part of it. Mushy, mushy stuff. Yada, yada. <laughs> we do love you all and rock on, you know? See you later. We'll see you next time. <laughs>